been thinking about uh, the trampling of our constitutional rights, and one of the most recent ones by uh, our uh, current dictator-in-chief, Joe Sleepy Joe Biden, is uh, the Fourth Amendment. Now, since we're going into the Fourth of July week uh, weekend, I'm reminded of what this stands for and why the original colonies decided to declare their independence from Great Britain. There were a number of reasons that the founding fathers of this country decided to sacrifice potentially everything they had so that they could secure the freedom that our republic stands for. By the way, I want to remind you we are a representative republic, not a democracy, as keeps constantly getting repeated over and over again. They want you to believe that it's a democracy. It's not. I'd like to discuss a few of those reasons that I just mentioned and relate them to the situation we find ourselves in today. The U.S. Declaration of Independence from Great Britain happened because the king had a a history of repeated injuries and usurpations on the colonies, all having an establishment of absolute tyranny over them. A quote from the Declaration of Independence states, Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. New normals. You know, I don't go for new normals. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government, the history of the present King of Britain, George III, is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. I'd like to point out a few examples of the tyranny by the king that the Declaration refers to. There's a lot of them, but I pointed out a few as relates to the discussion I want to have today. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his absent to laws for his assent, sorry, to laws for establishing judiciary powers. The word assent means to approve. And this refers to how the king was obstructing justice in the colonies by refusing to approve laws that the judiciary in the colonies wanted to enact. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. What this is basically saying is that the judges in the colonies were in the back pocket of the king. Any of this sounding familiar so far? That's why I'm mentioning this. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. Here we go. This sounds familiar. Kind of makes you think about all those three-letter agencies I always talk about. 
FBI, IRS, CDC, FDA, DCS, DHS, to name a few. These agencies have all been armed to the teeth and weaponized to enforce the policies of the Biden regime. Parents are now being labeled as domestic terrorists if they speak out about gender ideology being forced on their children in public schools. If they get in the way of this gender ideology, they could also get labeled as a child abuser and have their children taken away from them. Can you believe this is the world we live in now? Gun stores are now being raided by Soviet-style tactics by agents carrying military assault weapons. You know them weapons of war that Biden's always talking about? Well, his thugs are allowed to use them for no given reason. And 4473 forms are being confiscated, providing the government with personal information of those that have bought guns even though they haven't broken any law. You know, we're always being told there's not a national gun registry. Well, they can confiscate these 4473 forms, apparently, whatever they want, for any reason, without just cause. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. This very thing is happening today as our government is making deals with the WEF, the WHO, and the UN, and who knows who else, to establish international laws that would violate our constitutional rights. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us. Now, so far, we haven't seen any quartering of troops. But you know, I am guessing that the way people have rolled over over the last three years that if they did quarter troops, most people would not object to it because they probably wouldn't even realize it's unconstitutional. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on inhabitants of these states. Have you been following the Hunter Biden story and the connection of foreign influence peddling in which the evidence is overwhelming against both Hunter and Joe Biden? The DOJ, led by Merrick Garland and the IRS, have all been slow walking and obstructing justice from being served. In Joe Biden's White House, if you are a Democrat, you are immune from prosecution. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. The federal government is spending our tax dollars on anything they want, and it's never put up for a vote. To me, that's the same thing as imposing taxes without our consent. Because essentially, it comes out of our taxes. For depriving us in many ways of the benefits of trial by jury. Hmm. Just take a look at those January Sixers that have been rotting in D.C. gulags for nearly three years now without a trial. Without being convicted of anything. We can go over all the amendments and learn that much of our Bill of Rights grew directly grew out of the experience of the colonials. Nothing is truer than that of the Fourth Amendment. Every man's house is his castle was celebrated in England and probably around the world as a cultural standard. 
1603, a civil case in England brought much attention to the castle concept that recognized the right of the homeowner to defend his house against unlawful entry by the king's agents. Now, this makes me think a lot about how in many states, let's say California for starters, if somebody breaks into your home and you fear for your life and you think they're going to kill you and you shoot them dead in your house, you're likely going to go to jail. Why is that not an open and shut case? Why is not that not considered your right to protect your property? In my opinion, if they break into your house, all bets are off. They were not invited. They broke into your house. Even if they've just broken into your house to steal your things, you know, a lot of these play, a lot of these states are saying, oh, you got to let them just take your stuff and not do anything about it. And, and a lot of business owners are being told this, too. Oh, you just got to let them load up their shopping carts and their bags and all that and just take your stuff and there isn't anything you can do about it. Because if you do anything about it, you'll be prosecuted. Another most famous of the English cases was Entick versus Carrington, one of a series of civil actions against state officers who, pursuant to general warrants, had raided many homes and other places in search of materials connected with John Wilkes' polemical pamphlets attacking not only governmental policies, but the king himself. Well, okay, remember the raid on former President Trump's, in my opinion— current President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home a while back. Remember, they came in um, and they just raided everything. They went through everything. They went through uh, Melania's underwear drawers. They went through Barron's room. They went through everything. The Fourth Amendment clearly states that they have to provide exactly where they're going to search and what they're searching for. Now, what they were looking for there is anything that they could use to create a crime. This is what goes on in a communist dictatorship, people. Entick, an associate of Wilkes, sued because agents had forcibly broken into his house, broken into locked desks and boxes, and seized many printed charts, pamphlets, and the like. In an opinion sweeping in terms, the court declared the warrant and the behavior it authorized subversive of all the comforts of society. And the issuance of a warrant for the seizure of all of a person's papers, rather than only those alleged to be criminal in nature, contrary to the genius of the law of England. Besides its general character, the court said the warrant was bad because it was not issued on a showing of probable cause and no record was required to be made of what had been seized. Antic versus Carrington, the Supreme Court has said, is a great judgment, one of the landmarks of English liberty, one of the permanent monuments of the British Constitution, and a guide to an understanding of what the framers meant in writing the Fourth Amendment. What does it mean for the American citizen today? Well, the Fourth Amendment protects you from unreasonable searches and seizures. In my opinion, it is being violated more Every day, because people do not know the law. When a government agent comes to your door and tells you they have the right to come into your home because they are a government agent, they are lying to you. Once you give them permission to enter your home, you have given them the ability to look for anything they want without restriction. Let me remind you of what the Fourth Amendment says exactly. 
The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause. In other words, they have to actually have a crime that they believe you are guilty of. And they have to know exactly what they are looking for. And they have to put that in the warrant. Supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. They can't just say, oh, well, you know, I think you're a criminal and we're going to just come into your house and we're going to look for something to charge you for. No, it's not the way it's supposed to work in the United States, but that's the way it works under Biden's current tyrannical administration. The Fourth Amendment tells us that the government does not have any right to enter your home without a warrant. You have absolutely no obligation to let anyone enter your home without your permission unless they provide you with a warrant. That warrant will also specifically spell out exactly where they will be searching and what they are searching for. According to a reliable legal expert, I was told they, that you should tell them you will abide by the conditions of the warrant, but you do not give them any permission or agree to anything beyond that. Very important. You're also never required to answer any questions without the presence of a lawyer. That's the Fifth Amendment. In a world that's becoming more woke and the rule of law is mostly being ignored, it is so important to know your rights. I read a story the other day in which an IRS agent was going around using a fake name and telling people he had the right to enter their home because he worked for the government. Don't be fooled. Your home is your castle. 